Welcome to The Awkward Mom. I'm your host, Sarah Belanger. I'm not an expert on anything, just a mom of two on a mission to help ease motherhood isolation, one story, one connection, one mom at a time. On this episode, I want to share my experience of my toddler having his first daytime bloody nose. Now, he has had bloody noses before, and they were normally at nighttime because it, for whatever reason, even with the humidifier running, somehow the air in his room was just so dry that he would get bloody noses. Sometimes they would wake him up, sometimes they wouldn't. It really just depended on how heavy it was. So it's not like this was the first time he had ever had a bloody nose. However, this was the first time he had a bloody nose during the day, so he can see it better. Let me try and set the scene for you. So it was on a weekend, so my fiance was home from work. My fiance was laying on the floor, just relaxing after a short day of work. I was laying on the couch, and my son was sitting on the couch with me. He was watching cartoons and me and my fiance were both kind of resting. It had been a rough night with the toddler. He had been up a lot and we just wanted to rest. We were both feeling really tired. So we were both closing our eyes. All of a sudden, I start hearing my toddler make that like lip smacking noise, like that noise. I hate that noise. I hate it so much. So I was like, what on earth is he doing? Is he eating my hair or something? Because I was basically, my head was basically on his lap. So I roll over and I look up at him and all I see is the entire bottom half of his face covered in blood. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. So I immediately jumped up and I, I picked him up and I started bringing him to the bathroom and I was basically nudging my fiance awake because he had fallen asleep on the floor and I was saying, hey, I'm going to need your help. Now, I was trying to stay calm because at this point, my toddler was fine. He had seen it on his hands, so he was like, oh, there's something on my hands, but he wasn't screaming. He wasn't freaking out. He didn't really understand what was going on. So I was like, okay, we're going to go into the bathroom and we're going to clean you up. So I sit him down on the, the toilet and I start trying to wipe away the blood. My fiance comes in and he goes, you can't let him see it. You can't let him see it. If he sees it, he's going to freak out. He's going to think that something's really wrong. So now my fiance is basically freaking out and my toddler is looking at him as like a model of how he should be acting so then my toddler starts getting ramped up now he's starting to get upset and I'm like we, we gotta calm down and my fiance is like it's because he can see the blood you have to hide the blood you can't you can't do this let me let's let's use a different cloth we need it he can't see it 
Now, as I'm trying to clean up my toddler, he's now freaking out. Now he's crying, he's screaming, he's flailing his arms, telling, trying not to have us touch his face. So now I have to have him sit on my lap while my fiance cleans up his face. And at some point, I think me and my fiance both snapped at each other because my fiance is like, he's freaking out because you let him see his blood. That's why he's like this. And I'm not normally someone who snaps back, but I'm pretty sure I turned to him and I went, no, he's freaking out because you're freaking out. If you were just calm, he'd be fine. And then I think we, we continued to clean up my toddler without talking to each other for the rest of that moment. We cleaned him up, made sure the bleeding had stopped and everything, put him back in front of the TV, gave him some sips of water, monitored him for a few minutes to make sure it didn't start up again. And then me and my fiance took a step back and my fiance was like, you know, I did freak out a little bit, I'm sorry. I think that was probably one point in our relationship that I had actually told my fiance that what he was doing was wrong. Me and my fiance have a very, I feel like it's a very unique relationship. I feel like everyone says that, but we don't fight and I'm not trying to like boast about that. We have that level of communication and mutual understanding of where we know the other person kind of already stands with that like idea or thought or something that a lot of times we don't really have to even ask the other one how they feel about something because we already know but this time was one time I was like no you were wrong you're the one who freaked out and he freaked out now I didn't word it that way but that's basically what I had said and I think that was one time since becoming a mom that I've kind of put my foot down and said, no, this is why he was acting this way. And I know for sure I don't do that often. I'm not a very pushy person or anything like that. But from what I have experienced, we are the safety net for our kids. We're their safety blanket, their safety spot, their you know, we are the safe haven. If we freak out over something, they're going to freak out too because they're seeing their safety net freak out. Their safety net become unhinged, which is scary for them. So my thought was when I had asked my fiance for help, it was more or less, I'm going to need help getting more cloths because his nosebleed was really heavy. I needed more things to wipe his nose away and to help me use the water from the sink or use a wipey or something. I wasn't really looking for someone to take over the situation. I just was going to need help handling it back and forth. And I, I haven't had many nosebleeds myself personally. I've had a few, but again, kind of like my son, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, my nosebleeds usually happen at night when I'm sleeping because of the dry air. I cannot remember a time that I had a nosebleed during the day. 
So I've never really had to deal with it. And I'm pretty sure my fiance has. So I know you're supposed to pinch like the bridge of the nose and you're actually not supposed to tilt your head back. At least that's what first aid tells you. They tell you to just to hold your head forward. So that's what I was going to try to do. But to try to do that and clean up a toddler face at the same exact time was proving to be a little bit difficult, which is why I asked for help. But I am almost positive if my fiance had just stayed calm, my toddler wouldn't have freaked out. He wouldn't have been screaming. He wouldn't have been crying, which made the nosebleed worse. Things would have gone a lot smoother. So I think my biggest takeaway was probably our kids really feed off of how we react to certain situations, especially if the situation is new. So never had a nosebleed during the day, never really got to see his blood or at least that amount of blood. If we remained calm, he probably would have been completely fine. Since somebody freaked out, then he freaked out. But there have been other situations that we've put him in And as long as we remained calm, he was fine with it. When he started his play groups with early intervention, this was one of the first times that he was separated from me without having a family member, or he was separated from me outside of the house setting. He was fine. He didn't freak out with the separation because I wasn't freaking out. I wasn't making a big deal about it. I was just like, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to see you at the end of it. And you can tell me all about all the fun you had. The same thing goes for when he gets hurt. When he gets hurt and I can visibly see that he has a scratch or he has cut himself and there's blood, I don't freak out about it. I say, hey, we got to go inside and clean up your cut so we don't get dirt in it. But then we can come back outside and keep playing. Most of the time he doesn't freak out unless it really, really hurts. But obviously that's an injury, so it's a little bit different. But when they see their safety net freak out, they're going to freak out. Because that's their safety zone. So I think that was the biggest takeaway is that they really do feed off of our reactions. So if we are calmer and take things in maybe like a slower manner they'll probably be able to approach situations now and in the future just like that. Calm, slower, more thoughtful about it instead of reactive. Obviously, that's not always going to happen because life throws so many curveballs and at least I was in a good headspace that day. My fiancé had just woken up from a nap on the floor, so that was probably why he also freaked out. But I hope you enjoyed my story of how my fiancé made my toddler freak out because of a nosebleed. I thank you for listening, for your support, and I'll see you next time on The Awkward Mom. You're doing amazing, Mama. Bye!